This episode of Real Life Sci-Fi is brought to you by Epic Reads and the new sci-fi fantasy Heart of Iron by Ashley Poston. New York Times bestselling author Victoria Schwab says Heart of Iron delivers a delightful cast and non-stop thrills. The pages flew by and I couldn't put it down. Don't miss this epic adventure perfect for fans of Six of Crows and Firefly. Pick up Heart of Iron today. Available now wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Do you do audiobooks? I tried, but the one that I tried to listen to was too quiet, and I was cooking. (laughs) Feral Audio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. Uh, and our guest today is our good friend, second time guest, Aaron Pierce. Bram, bram, bram. It's me, Aaron <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. I am so excited to What's be here. What's that horn called that you were trying to imitate? Vuvuzela. Thank you. <laughs> what? I thought it was just an air horn. No, it's specifically the Vuvuzela. Bram, bram, bram. I thought Vuvuzelas were those things that made like too much noise during the World Cup or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it just people learn how to blow them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a technique to the vuvuzela. You can't just like blow into it. Uh, you were here last time, and we talked too much kind of abstract uh, stuff for you. So this time it's a little <laughs> bit more concrete. Um, Thank you. And you're like to reintroduce you to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um. You're like a total believer. Oh, I have like, Willie's seen multiple UFOs, but I've only seen one UFO in my life. And I saw it with my sister. Was it like a real UFO or is it like what Willie sees, which is just like a dot in the sky? I've seen a couple real ones though, also. Well, see what <laughs> I saw, I, I, I don't, <laughs> it's a UFO because I, I can't explain what it is. You know what I mean? I can, I can describe it to you, but I don't know what it is. My sister and I call it the sky squid because it looked like a squid. But it was just around sunset. We were driving to Tower Records. Traffic was stopped because it was around five or six o'clock. People were getting off work. And the sun was going down. So the sky was like pink and orange and it was really nice. And I, I was looking, but I wasn't really like focused on anything. And my sister said, whoa, what is that? And then I kind of like looked at where she was pointing and there was something in the sky and it was vertical and it looked like it had tendrils and I was like oh it's balloons because it had tendrils it's like the string yeah but and then I noticed it was like cigar shape but it was vertical it wasn't horizontal and it was rotating in the air but it wasn't moving up or down and it wasn't changing location so there was no breeze rotating on what axis like it was spinning or it was like it was spinning and it looked like whatever was dangling off of it was kind of just like free floating on its own Uh uh-huh um not like string though like like a like a squid like it looked (laughs) that's like the only way i can explain it okay and uh traffic started moving and so then we started moving and i kept my eye on it until I couldn't see it anymore because it was like directly above us, like the roof was blocking it. And uh, by the time I could look behind us, it was gone. So I have no idea. Yeah, I've seen something similar to that. I called it like a fire snake. 
It looked like a snake in the sky that was on fire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, could that have been a string of balloons that was released? And I, I don't think so because it just acted too weird. Yeah. And, and it looked more like light than something reflecting light. Yeah. Like, like it was reflective, but it wasn't silver, right? It wasn't yeah, yeah. like a chrome, but it, you could tell that it was reflective. It was probably viral marketing for uh, the squid and the whale. <laughs> Remember that movie? I'm sure they probably would have spent a lot of money marketing that uh, low-budget indie flick. Oh, boy. Is that just one of those talkie talks? <laughs> I think it's Noah, Noah Baumbach. Yeah. It's uh, a weird movie. It's good. I like it. Um, so, okay. So you've seen the UFO. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the, have you heard about something like that? Is that one of the ones? Uh, no, I haven't. I've, I've like researched UFOs since then, hoping to find whatever it is that was. But I did grow up near uh, a military air force base. Like, one of the biggest ones in uh, the United States. It's, like, on the top ten places that would be bombed by terrorists. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, Air Force Naval Base. I don't think I would. If I were a terrorist, I don't think I would bomb a military base. Well, the thing is this. like ter- When you think of terrorists bombing things, mm-hmm. it's like, I th- I feel like we're more right about what they would be bombing than they are. Right? Than like, who? The government? Just... Just being an American, knowing what's important. Disneyland, oh, shopping malls. We would know more than terrorists would know? We would. We have better targets, and we're more afraid of the targets they should be hitting, and they're not hitting them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like water saying. supply. Like. Oh, right. I, I, I mean, I hate to say this, but I feel like Disneyland would have been hit more people's hearts than the Trade Center. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's sacred. You know, you know it's on a ley people... line. Did you know that? Disneyland's on three ley lines? Well, Walt was pretty into... Uh, was it wasn't into just some... Walt. It was the guy that built it. He was the guy that... Uh, what, what? He was involved... Fuck, I can't remember the government uh, program that he was involved with. It's, uh, he was involved with MKUltra. <clears throat> oh. Wait, does a ley line mean it won't get affected by an earthquake? No, a ley line is like subtle energies of oh. the the earth mm-hmm. where it's like that most most pyramids are built on ley lines <laughs> Your where Your face just like Ugh. Yeah. I thought we were talking about something real. Ley lines are real. Well, the thing is it is real, but uh they don't really know how to st- they don't know what that energy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a grid energy over the over the earth. It has to do with I think it has to do with the the magnetic field and like mm-hmm. we we you know we don't know how to find I mean we can study it but most people don't know mm-hmm. magnetic field lines and that these lines of energy created from the earth they're actually like they call them ley lines like picture picture dropping graphite over a magnet and you see the the lines of the magnetism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there are intersecting ones, and so at points of intersection, there's like extra energy there, and that's what a lot of sacred sites and pyramids are built on. But how do they identify them? I see that's something I've really always know. been shaky on. Like, I don't know exactly. It's definitely real. It's definitely real. Yeah, like but, they've found 
twisted trees, supposedly, at the conjunction of certain ley lines. Like, that's how you can know that they're there. Like, the tree grows all fucked up because it's on, like, a magnetic Yeah, we went to Sonoma or Sedona? Sedona. We went to Sedona and one of those spots. That's cool. Yeah, it was fucking great. We went to some vortexes and we interviewed a starseed. I've always wanted to go to a vortex. There's a portal by my house, but there's not a vortex. What's a portal? Remember we talked about... uh, L. Ron Hubbard and Jack, Jack Parsons, Parsons, who created JPL, they opened up a portal. Supposedly, it's like the opening to hell. It's that's Devil's right behind, Dam, right that's by her my backyard. house. You know when you drive to my house, yeah. uh, you drive by a dam on your left on the 210? No. I've oh. only been there during dark. Okay. Well, never mind then. It's right off the freeway. You can see it from the freeway. At and any that's rate, where they were? At any rate. And that- you haven't gone down there? I have, but it was before I knew that there was like, I knew that there was psychic energy there because there's like Native American folklore centered around Devil's Gate, which is a rock formation that has the profile of a devil, quote unquote. Uh-huh. And that is why Jack Parsons built JPL there. And there's a dam built on the site, which has like, you know, tunnels and doors. I went down a tunnel, but it was a dead end. These tunnels are like deep underground. Like You can just go into them? Well, I hopped a couple fences. I hope no cops are listening. Me and my friend Ronnie, we went and uh, we just had the day off and we just decided to hop some fences for Devil's Dam. Crazy. But the, it's part of the Arroyo, tr- Arroyo Triangle that I just found out about. There's like a super haunted house. It's it's basically like a, 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 the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, in Alta, Altadena, Pasadena. There's like in that realm, there is a bridge <clears throat> called Suicide, suicide bridge. bridge. Didn't they just saw well? Where, where like tons of people commit suicide. Yeah, on people it. commit suicide off bridges. Yeah, yeah, but but this it, one has an. Uh, has like there a ever been a bridge amount. that had the nickname Suicide Bridge? That's oh, fucking Golden, crazy. The Golden State Bridge, like tons of people. Nobody do. calls it's it that Golden though. Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, because tons it's of people... called the Golden Gate Bridge. If it's just some bridge that people jump off of, you'll be like, oh, Suicide Bridge, Death Bridge. I bet well, there's Suicide wonder... Bridge in like fifty of the fifty states. Like I'm so afraid of that area that like I feel like. What if half of those? Su- what if some of those suicides weren't suicides, and there was a presence making you jump right. or pushing you? You know, how scared I get at night. Really scared. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, hey, they, Wade. Didn't they solve? <laughs> Did you get scared at night? Uh, only if I watch like a scary movie that has to do with ghosts, and then I'm like kind of looking over my shoulder for stuff. But I don't. I don't just like get scared. I think about like Men in Black and Dogmen Encounters, and like Dogmen Encounters. Oh, Dogmen! Oh my God, they're so scary. What's Dogmen? <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> like the old uh, Egyptian god. No. In Anubis. No, it's like a lesser werewolf, but they're more aggressive, and they're like men that morph into like evil dogs, and they like look in your windows at night and try to get you. It's so scary. Ah, that's so dumb. It's not Ah. dumb. It's not dumb when you like. We already have werewolves. Why would you invent a pussy werewolf? I'm not inventing it. I'm not saying you did, but somebody did. Encounters. There's multiple encounters of of people encountering dogmen. They're not always. Like scary. Probably just some dirty homeless guy. Sometimes it's people lost, and they'll go up to people like to a house, and a freaking like they'll realize afterwards that it was a dog walking upright talking to them because they have like some weird 
it's like ugh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> well, there are creatures in this world that we don't know about. Well, I don't, don't know. Sound, Listen, they don't sound very aggressive. They don't always have to be aggressive. Speaking of speaking of being scared, <laughs> and so Aaron's on this show today because she lent me a book that she owned. Ugh. It's called Walking Among Us. It's written by David, David M. Jacobs. David Jacobs. Jacobs. He's got a PhD. The, the reading this book is it, it, it was very. It's the scariest book I've ever read. It's so scary, and it starts out being so funny, and then you slowly realize that it's really terrifying. Basically, is it, this is it a narrative. It's fiction, right? No, the entire book. Okay, so he's done over twenty years of research behind uh, the alien-human hybrid phenomenon. He is like one of the leading abduction regression hypnotists in the world. Like he's the guy that does it right. And what's great is when you when you read him talking about the regression I'm hypnosis. I'm rolling my eyes. No, I no, know, no. but listen, listen. Just t- he talks about how easy it is to lead anybody that is under hypnosis, even on accident, without you knowing, because you yeah. have you've designed your questions and you and you. So this guy only asks descriptive questions. He's like, uh, "Are you wearing a watch?" Are you How's that this? not leading? It's not. Because then you'd be like, oh, I am No, no, he's like, yeah. So he's like, he, he puts he planted in. planted the watch. No, Instead listen, of listen. what are the eight. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he plants those kind of things to kind of fill out the waters. Oh, to he see plants if, them on purpose. To see if they're going to go along with what he's just suggesting or if they're telling the truth. Oh, I see. And then he starts doing questions like, uh, how many doors are there? Uh-huh. How clean is it? But that means there's is definitely there anything a door, you though. notice. No, but it's like it's ask. It's not saying there are there two doors. They have to be like, oh, there's a door. Yeah, there's there's a couple doors. So they're like, are there people in the room? Are there humans in the room? Are there? I don't know. He he asks like super open, non-leading questions. And he just lets them talk, too. Okay, well... And so here's the thing. Throughout all... He's interviewed a bunch of abductees, right? Over 150 people. And... Wait, the, okay, but first, just... Uh, and he does it for free. These people don't pay him. Yeah, but he's just sold that copy of that book right there. Yeah, because this is something that he's trying to get on the world. He wants people to know about it because it is happening. Here's my question, though. Are they abductees before they come to him? Okay. Can I just, like, start with the a, a brief history of abduction? Can I? I don't know, Willie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Betty and Barney, <laughs> go on. Okay, so I took, I took notes. <laughs> so before Eisenhower, there was Truman. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then Truman came after World War II when there was a flux in UFO sightings, and the government needed to start monitoring them because there were so many they couldn't ignore them anymore. That's the. Uh, I know that I'm always going to be reiterating things that we've already said, but that's where the term Foo Fighters came from. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought that these weird advanced crafts that they were seeing, that the other... That it was the, the other, other countries. Set. Is had, that uh, uh, also Project Blue Book? Or? Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Okay, so... Truman created the CIA to deal with spies, not like spies within our country, but also with the alien threat, like quote unquote threat. The, so he, well, to add to that, the CIA was created the same year as Roswell. 
Yeah. This and is like uh, this is like a married couple telling the story of how they met. No, yeah. Ah! I'm trying to get through this really quick. Um, <laughs> but, but, but picture picture the CIA. Picture picture all these intelligent groups. Oh, the Army, the Navy, they've all got separate information. They needed a place to take all of it and like hold it together. So they created the, the CIA to kind of monitor that. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, when they started collecting more information than they needed, like outside of UFOs, outside of the spy network, they needed to kind of uh, have someone oversee everything. So they made the, the NSA and... Uh, uh, the NSA created Project Sign in 1947, which then became Project Grudge in 1948, which begat Project Blue Book, which was supposed to be a way for people to report UFO sightings, but it was also a way to kind of uh, falsify a lot of what people were saying. It was like mm-hmm. to... Uh, J. J. Allen Hynek made it clear. Mis- misinformation, right? Yes, yes. J. J. Allen Hynek made it clear that his job as project director was to be, a, a, basically to say that there was nothing weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, his job was to make well, sure just, uh, yeah. that... Everything was sure. accounted for. Which you, which you, and then, and then, I only, I only bring this up because after he left Project Blue Book, he started a a research center to look into U- the UFO phenomenon. Yeah. So he he's head of this thing. the The whole result of it was there's no such thing as UFOs. Mm-hmm. And then he starts a UFO yeah. research center. And this is because when he was working for the Air Force, he wasn't allowed to. To, to tell people the truth, yeah. to, to do his own research. He wasn't allowed to. He was just supposed to be a cover man. So then after Truman, Eisenhower came into office from 53 to 61. And in 53, he created, pro- well, he didn't create it. He handed a lot of his uh, like powers over to uh, the Rockefellers. So the Rockefellers created uh, Project Stigma, which is part of radio binary communications to establish contact with extraterrestrials. And then they also created Project Plato to establish diplomatic relations should they come in contact with them. And while they're doing all this, uh, like humanoid uh, beings supposedly came down and warned the government uh, about the people that they were going to end up contacting. They're like, the people that are getting your messages, they are not good like we want to help you guys advance, but we want you to disarm your nuclear. Basically, the Pleiadians came in and said, "We'll help you if you get rid of your nukes." Yeah, and they were like, "Uh, we're America. We're not doing that. That's stupid." So then the Greys came down and said, "We will trade you our alien technology to advance your civilization if you allow us to take people from their homes and do medical research on them, because we would like to know more about." Humans and about Earth. This was the Eisenhower deal. The but treaty. only only the weirdos who live in the sticks. No, but it's not just that. Like they abduct. No, that was part of the contract. It wasn't part. Of we'll the contract. only take the weirdos who live in the sticks. <laughs> That's not true. That's like, see, this is part of part of the cover up is making people look stupid for wanting to talk about being abducted. But they're abducting normal people. They're abducting smart people. They're abducting, like, normal people. They're abducting hicks. They're abducting, like, a lot of people. They went way past their treaty. They were only supposed to take a certain amount of people. And the technology they were giving us was bunk. Yeah. And and I, I think that it was bunk because because we... I, I love uh, attributing technology and bunk in the same sentence. But 
Um, they gave us like a lemon spacecraft, pretty much. They gave but here, us a but, lemon. But here's the thing. What if they didn't? And that our science is so wrong that we couldn't see it as fact. But anyways, go on. But this no, poses the immediate that. question of if they're just going to do whatever they want, then why enter into an agreement in the first place? Because, because we learned seen. because we learned how to take down their craft. Yeah. We we could we could blast them with um, whatever radar energy and and take their crafts down. We so, still have weapons. We have weapons. They like. We're still technically a threat to them because we're apes with guns. Uh-huh. Um, and so they need us to be like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, take some people. That's fine. Just give us stuff so that they can just overstep whatever boundary they set. But then they, they took set. too many people and we couldn't figure out their stuff. Yeah, so. that's on us. That's t- we, can't, we can't stop them from well, taking We cannot them. defend against them. You just said we could, though. We can't. No, no, no. We can take down some crafts, but we don't have a defense against them. If the human population really knew, like, if they did disclosure tomorrow and everyone got the truth from Obama about, like, you know, uh, the, the truth behind the, the aliens visiting us or if there is an alien threat or if we're working with aliens, like, people would start to get, like, come together and want to destroy this because it's going to bring people together because it's humanity. It's all of us H- against Here's them. what I've been saying recently. So with the impending Trump presidency, hopefully that happens, right? Because but then all that, the Trump supporters this, have that, a new race to be racist alien, against. I think the alien-human hybrid project has part to do with Trump. No, because... Well, it's not him, though. I think it's someone that's, like, behind him. Yeah, yeah. Like he. Well, okay. He, he, here's what I always say. I always say because they can control your mind. That um, um, <laughs> well, belie- can, believing uh, in in aliens and UFOs is is like believing in a religion. It relies on a lot of faith, right? Yes. And there are a lot of facts. And th- but my my counter to that is no, 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 no. There are hundreds of thousands. Of eyewitness accounts of UFOs, not just in the United States, all around the world. There are, there are, there are. Okay, when it comes to religion, religion relies on fact or on faith, and there aren't facts of a religion. Even if you proved a guy named Jesus existed, that doesn't mean that the religion was real. Can I I just say alien-human hybrid? But but when it comes to (laughs) UFOs, there is constant pictures, videos. Um, um, that there is so there, there is actual. I don't want to say that everything I see is evidence because it's not. It's not. There I is just, a lot of like bullshit out there, but it's and it's really hard to determine what's but real or what's not. When it comes to religion, uh, there is nothing close to proof. There's no pictures. There's nothing. There's more evidence of aliens than there is about Jesus. Yeah. Can I just say that? I've seen pictures of Jesus. <laughs> what on the shroud? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you the drawing know, artists no, you've, you've, seen, you've seen you've seen artists' interpretations. Yeah, you, but you haven't seen any pictures. pictures. Your guys' pictures might as well be artists' interpretations because there's not a photograph of an alien. Uh, <laughs> uh, I brought a bunch of magazines for you to peruse that have lots of pictures of UFOs. I'm in them. sure they're totally unbiased. A lot of them are definitely not UFOs, but some of them you have to question. <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean, I mean, it's weird. Uh, I, Listen, when I watch something like Ancient Aliens, I'm like half of the things I see, I'm like, oh no, 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 fuck this! You're 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 attributing ancient civilizations' uh, intelligence to aliens because we can't 
grasp the concept of what their intelligence was. I, uh, I pulled out my MUFON card to show you. What's that? Uh, MUFON is the mutual UFO network. If you see something, say something. Say it to the MUFON UFO network. I don't know. That sounds like you're just putting yourself in a database. No, I'm like, I'm, I want to buy the... MUFON uh, relies on only on physical evidence. That's why I am That's trying it. to get a field investigator's training manual so that I can volunteer. I know, but it costs so much, and like you, they don't actually give you training. Oh, no, no, you, what? They, they do give What'd you training. You just say? They do give you training. It costs. You go out into the field. Listen, the money that I would pay for a book, I always pay money for books. Can't I just pay for this? Yeah, you can pay Giant, me. Giant, full-color training manual, hardbound. I'll train you. You pay me, I'll train you. You don't know any. Oh, I do, though. No, you don't. No, I no, do. No, you don't. Do you have the database of people that have, like, given you their address that have said, I have seen something, this is very strange, this is compelling enough to send a person out to go and talk to me? Like... Give me a year. Give me a year. I don't need a year if I just freaking I'll become start a an organization. It'll be called Wufon. Fine, do it. Do it, and I'll. And then I'll a have a database of all money. the crazies in America. And what are you gonna do with that database? I'm gonna use it against Erin as leverage to convince her to give me money <laughs> so <laughs> that I can train her. I would happily give you money. You don't you understand what I'm saying? Me. It's all bullshit. It's somebody started a group. <sighs> it's not bullshit. No. Okay. Well, what's oh, the proof I mean, wait, wait, hold on. Bullshit. Let me let me say this in this realm is that like we we don't even at this point today publicly using government money or college money or whatever science money whatever. We do not investigate UFOs. We we have we have become wink, blind wink. to it. Wink, wink. No, and, the and, the pool of uf- ufologists are like you so don't small. know what they're doing. Have you seen the military's budget? No, no, no. Uh, secret. Space I know program. that they know all about it. Yeah, secret space program. I just went and saw the Endeavor for the oh, first you time. Mean like scientists or something, just like independent, rogue, non-government people don't. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, listen, we okay. The Phoenix Lights was one of the biggest UFO events in the history of humans, and it was it was seen by so many people, mm-hmm. and and we still don't accept that as a sighting. I feel like you are projecting that belief onto a lot of a lot of people who do believe it. No, 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 no. I, You're always the underdog. No, no, no. I'm saying that we aren't throwing money into this. What if? What if this craft well, that because, was because because somebody knows who who would you like to throw money into it? But this is part That's, of the no tree. no no. This is a real question. Well, I'm not being is... I'm not being a yeah, cynic. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying who are you expecting to research the Phoenix Lights? I'm I'm a, well, here's if, the thing. If, I know that they're researching the it. What I what I expect them to do is to share their information with us, and that's what that's what they aren't doing. They are putting a lot of money into this, mm-hmm. and they aren't even even the the secret. Gov- the secret entities within themselves they don't communicate even though yeah. the CIA is supposed to bring all this information together the the secret navy is not talking well, to the secret up, army it's like up to it's up to the higher ups in the government to decide that's the CIA. disclosure you just you just explained the CIA and now no, you're no, no, saying that I'm, they're I'm, not talking no 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 that's them. that was the point of it but that is still not what's happening because they still all have so many secrets i don't know i feel like that's uh okay 
Okay, go on, go on, go on. Okay, sorry, I'm just like we got to get through this because I want to get this book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get to the book. Okay, okay. Uh, how much is left in? This? I was just gonna talk about the de-escalation of abduction of abduction reports from the early '90s to the 2000s uh-huh. and how they've changed because in the yeah because we got phones with cameras on them in that time. No, it's not just that. It's like in the beginning they were abducting people for medical research. Then they started taking like semen and um, eggs out of people. And then they started putting babies inside of women and then taking them from them right before they come to term. And then they start, um, like in this book, it started in like, he started, uh, David Jacobs started hearing about this from his abductees that uh, they started coming and taking them to classes, to teach classes on humans. He found a bunch of different people that were telling the same stories. He found he found so many different people that he wrote a book about it because the were patterns were so repeated. Wait, wait, they were being forced to teach aliens how to be human. But that's just it. They're they're forced in a way. This gets crazy, dude. This gets so no, crazy. Is that what you're saying? Yes. You would get abducted and then you would find yourself in a classroom in front of twenty aliens. Yeah, they're not and aliens. Got they look notebooks. like they well, look like humans. They okay. look exactly. And you're like going humans. like, okay, so when you're walking down the street, if you're in LA. Or New York, don't say hello to people. If you're in anywhere else in America, say hello to people. Per- Listen, uh, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Pretty much. There was a class that Come she was on. teaching. There was a class that this woman was teaching, and it was a bunch of, like, kid. And they're called hubrids because they're so close to human, they're no longer hybrids. They're so, hubrids. So hold on. Here, here's the classification system that he came up with. Okay, within, <laughs> within, within a lot of alien abduction stories... Uh-huh. And if you watch the movie Communion or or uh, Fire in the Sky mm-hmm. or what, 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 these are works of fiction. No, no, yes, no, no. They're based on. Yeah. They're based on. This is somebody. Somebody got they're based up, on one Google search. No, no, no. Somebody. Somebody got abducted. Mm-hmm. They wrote a book about it, and then they turn it into a movie. Oh, okay. And 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 so within after the guy that wrote Whitley Stryber wrote Communion. He got thousands of letters from people saying, "Hey, this happened to me too." Mm-hmm. And 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 um, so check this out. Within a lot of abduction stories, there is this: there are elements of telepathic communication, there are elements of sexual organs being taken, male and female, and they they notice different races of aliens in there: short grays. Tall grays, reptilians, and insectoids. But I've listen, never heard about I'm insectoids. Throw, I'm going to throw this out there, just randomly. Think about this. Insectoid human 50-50 looks like a gray. Well, yeah, yeah. okay, but now you need to qualify that for me and the listeners. I've never heard of an insect- insectoid. Okay, in- insectoids are giant Insect looking. Picture the gray alien's beings. eyes, big bug eyes. A lot of people describe like the no, alien looking like insect- a prank, looking like do a they prank look mantis. Like a, do they look like a, a spider? They, like look a like, prank they look like a prank mantis. Like with the limbs and everything, with the bent limbs. Uh-huh. They don't really explain the limbs in every in any situation. They just say they just talk about their eyes. Mostly they just say they look like insects. That's how they're being controlled through their eyes. Okay. Well, I've never heard about these before, and I, frankly, I feel like this throws a big monkey wrench into every previous discussion that we've ever had, because now there's insectoids. Well, I always here's my thing: the the insectoids that I've seen, I've always assumed that people were calling them reptilians. 
I and so this book made me go, oh, there's a difference between insectoids and reptilians because you to me, insectoids and reptilians were the same. Well, no, no, not in the realm of everything. But okay, let's take communion for example. Okay. The cover of the book, mm-hmm. that big, that big gray alien with the big eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that movie, when they talk about a reptilian, um, they could have been talking about an insectoid. But I'm saying like they've been blurred together. Here's what I think, though. And I'm just I'm I'm just talking to, to William because he's I'm read just a part fly of the on the wall. <laughs> he's part. Um, maybe the reptilians on the ship are reptilian alien hybrid. Yeah, yeah. I I I my my thing is this when I when I read this book I I was like well because they're controlling the reptilians too because they say in the book so they don't really see reptilians ever they see them in passing in so the hallway. So insectoids yeah. are like the bosses. They're the bosses. They're, now there the, basically there are there are insectoids running around, mm-hmm. but they notice a hierarchy where okay. an insectoid with a big collar they is like collars. higher up. They wear collars. I know that you're gonna think that's so silly, which I kind of did too. But um, they wear big collars that help. The insectoids with the higher collars rule everything, and there are some insectoids that don't have collars, but they're still higher than everybody else. Okay, put it into GI Joe terms for me. So there's Serpentor. He's the top of the top. Was Serpentor above Cobra Commander? Eventually, yeah. Okay, eventually. Okay, okay. So the the insectoids are Serpentor. Let me just lay this out for people who don't know G.I. Joe. I don't. Serpentor is the top, right? Mm -hmm. And then right beneath him is Cobra Commander. Mm -hmm. And then there's Destro. And then the Baroness. And that's about where it breaks down. Okay, so the insectoids with the collars Mm -hmm. are Serpentor. Mm -hmm. Well... Which is funny because he had a big collar. Is he is he the highest up? Yeah. Because I think if it's an insectoid race, there has to be a master queen. I well, okay, <laughs> hold on. The, when you say that, I say this: this book talks about telepathic communication and and picture picture an alien race that that doesn't have emotions they don't what have emotions to my hierarchy are we oh, abandoning yeah, sorry, that sorry. Oh, no no I'll, I'll go back to it i'm i'm just saying that uh that um throughout all of these experiences the one thing the one thing that no, none of these versions of aliens hybrids the different uh, whatever they don't have emotions, and so picture a a, a bee a, a, a bee race where there's worker bees, Racing there's bees. drone Got bees, it. there's the queen bee. I'll take the drone bee. Like, are you guys, who you guys root drone for? Drone bees this, are males in this bee race. According according drone to according males. to them, they they don't have emotions, and they all have specific duties. They all mm-hmm. have specific tasks, and your outfit determines what your task is. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's like Star Trek. It's like it's like Brave New World. What's that? <laughs> Aldous Huxley? Never mind, it's a book. Forget it. Well, I haven't read it. So so sure, I am Trek. aware of it. Sure, okay, Star so Trek. insectoids would <laughs> insectoids with collars would be Serpentor. I would say then insectoids without collars We're talking would be about... Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then, then um, Destro. Destro would be tall greys. Mm-hmm. And then Baroness. The Baroness would probably be short, short greys. And then like there's also these dreadnoughts people. over here with Zartan. Like, where? What are they? Is there any kind of like non-hierarchy aliens who are like trusting you with this? Willis. No, I have no idea. No, Joe. there's what all working together. They all. I thought the greys didn't like the. Well, the, well, I mean, here's the thing. This is within one race of abductees. Right, mm-hmm. like like when you picture 
when you picture other alien encounters that people have, that doesn't mean that they're abductees. What I'm saying is this is a story or a, a, a hierarchy created within people that have been abducted. There are people that have uh, that have communicated with aliens that don't fit into this. So what? What? Okay. This is specifically got abductees. It, that have... I mean, this is the cobra of aliens. So yeah, of yeah, yeah. But yeah. the dreadnoughts are an offshoot. So the offshoot to me, I'm the dreadnought so aliens would be the Venetians, which would be like the Nordics. And the, I thought, okay, so the Nordics also have a hand in evil? Well, no, no, no. They're not connect. What I'm saying is whoever's abducting everybody. No, so there are no dreadnoughts then. I'm saying Because that, if you're talking about the Nordics, oh, oh, that's yeah, G.I. Yeah. Joe. I'm going to say right. I'm lost, you're right. so if there's anyone listening that doesn't follow G.I. Joe like this, well, I just laid it out. Let me, wait, let, let, it me out. Try, let me try to lay this simple. out. Let's, here, here's the, uh, the whole idea that I he's I think saying. everyone listening is on board. I think we can move on. <laughs> but, but hold on. I just want to lay this out, that whatever race is abducting us, let's say it was the insectoids. This guy is saying that David all of the other races that you see on that ship are like them trying to create a human. So the insectoid's the king, right? And and one of their hybrid versions looks reptilian. And one of their like hybrid versions security. looks like greys. There's like security. Well, I should hope so. But they, they, they're like handlers. He describes them in the book as handlers because they are connected to the mothership. They're there to be like, okay, you need... They, they are bring, they aliens? Yes, they bring the okay. humans in, and they're like, you need to teach Jeff here, who is like a hubrid, how to shop at Hold on, Walmart. you haven't explained what a hubrid is yet. So okay, hold on, sorry. hold on, this is where I'm, I'm getting sorry. at. I'm just that... like, I'm just talking like I talk about this every day. So, so, so picture, picture the insectoids trying to create a, 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 a human of the, a, the, from their bloodline. Let me see if I can talk through this for the layman, uh -huh. and then you can tell me yeah, yeah. where I get it wrong. So there's the insectoids. Mm -hmm. And for all intents and purposes, and I don't know if this is your theory or the book, the, they're the only aliens who are abducting people, and all the other aliens that people are describing are actually hybrids of humans and insectoids. No, 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 no. Um, okay, take, take away, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Take away, take away the Nordics, the Arcturans, the Pleiadians. Those are all different races of aliens. The insectoid race mm -hmm. is one race of aliens. And everybody that you see on their ship are them trying to make a better, to, to make a human How of their race. How is that different than what I just said? Because they're not connected. They don't talk to each other. There's different races. I didn't mention any of those. I don't even know the names of those people that you just oh, said. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, though, that um, I guess what I'm saying is where I... I, I'm I'm thinking that you're talking about all the different races of aliens that we've no, talked about. No, you got to listen no, to I what got, I just I got, said. I got what you're saying, and yes. Okay. Although I will say, as someone who's also read the book, that I don't want to say that all of them are alien-human hybrids because there is no. Yeah, that's just an idea. That's that, an it's idea. It's just an idea. There's no. But there's that's no, both of your theories based on this book. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Okay. But the no, book, no, no. But the book never says. But that, the book right? use the book basically. This guy interviews these ab abductees right. and he re puts their stories in the book. These are okay. So this entire book, can I just? Okay, yeah, I know that you're laughing. You know that, right? This oh no, no. But I'm saying like I, I'm I'm saying that my belief isn't. I'm just saying that through the people that he's talked to, this is this this is the the mesh of. Yeah. So so this entire book 
is patterns that he's seen emerge enough times right. to put into a like mul- like multi hundred page book. And he has no conclusion at the end because he doesn't know. This is stuff that started popping up in well, 2003. Well, no, that's fine. I, my only question was, are you guys, this is your theory based on the book? And it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yes. Okay, so do you, Willie, also think that the security like handlers could be men in black? Um. The reason why I say, I'm going to say, I don't know, because when I hear men in black stories, there are definitely traits about them where they're otherworldly, they have special powers, they do have the abilities that they describe in this book, but saying that they're the men in black is also saying that like, oh, these are the ones working with the government. And so, no, I don't think that men in black work with the government. I don't think the men in black phenomenon works with the government at all. I think that they're their own entities in their own right. Now, you saying that makes me go, oh, according to this book, I agree with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Hang on. Because now you guys are just having a conversation based on this book. So let me. Here's no, no, what no, no, I no. need. Men no, in black no, no, phenomenon no, is no, not from this no, book. Nope. Men in what's... black phenomenon is not from this book. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Go on. What's your question? Based on this book. Because there's hundreds of stories in there about abductions, right? That's what it is. It's a it's a it's a collection of a bunch of abduction stories that this guy uh, squeezed out of people through um, the guise of hypnosis. Uh, that's leading so, the horse. But okay. <laughs> so let's say that I'm one of these stories, and I want you to walk me through what happens to an abductee. <clears throat> so I'm laying in bed. May I? Yes. Well, I think you can tag team it just like you've been doing. I'm laying in bed next to my beautiful wife, uh-huh. um, Nancy Travis, let's say. She's a little old for uh, me. She's but still very cute. I, yeah, I like her. Why doesn't she's she so have cute. your last name? Because she's an actress. She can't. She can't she's take the girl my last from name. So I married would, an axe murder. It would ruin. Oh, okay, it would sorry. ruin her career. I didn't know that. She's sorry. very cute, even today. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay, so you're lying in bed. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you have an urge to wake up. You wake up. Okay. Huh. There is a Ugh. there's a person. There's a handler in your room. I, You're not startled though. Oh. Because you recognize him as someone that you've seen multiple huh. times. Who are, why are you in? And my he room? says. It's time for us to get in the car. Okay, I'm dreaming. So then you get in the car, and there's someone else driving your car. My car. But you recognize them as your longtime friend, Jeff. Jeff? Jeff, who you actually know nothing about, but you've been to baseball games with. Okay. You've been to the grocery store with. Really? I don't shop with my friends. That's Yeah, it's weird. So you're teaching him how to drive a car. I'm teaching him. Yeah, you're showing him how to drive a car. And the handler is staying in back oh, and making man. sure that you are under control the whole time. Okay. That you're not I, getting aggressive, that you don't get these weird spells. My insurance is going to have something to around, say about this. You drive around for four hours okay. explaining the rules of the road, Okay. what a steering I'm, wheel is. It's, I'm glad they picked me because I'm a very good driver. Yeah. Where to put your hands, what change is because he finds loose change in your car oh i don't keep loose change but okay okay um (laughs) you do this for about four or five hours and then he he drops you back off at home okay pause when i wake up the next day is my gas gauge down yeah but you don't notice it and you don't think it's strange okay go on re unpause you go home 
you go back to sleep and yeah. you wake up and you don't remember any of it. So this is under the assumption that I sleep more than four hours a night. Yeah, I mean, this is, you don't notice. Which I do, I do. You don't notice that you didn't sleep. You really don't notice. I right. want I want to give, I want to jump in and give an overall idea of the book real quick. Do it. Um, because, like I said, this is the scariest book I've ever read. Um, here's the gist of it. You've been abducted. When you are abducted, you get abducted your whole life. And then if you From have kids- childhood to adulthood. If you have kids, your kids then get abducted. And now uh-huh. here's the thing that he's, he found this within abduction stories, that yes, they take your sex organs, but ev- eventually- they, so what they, is that? they don't take your dick. They take like semen. Oh, I'm they sorry. Take, Not your uh, organs. Your they material. take semen and, okay. and, and eggs. They, they take, take semen genetic material from you. Sexual reproductive. If you're a woman, material. let's okay. say you're a woman, because I'm there, a woman. Are, there are a lot of stories of this happening <laughs> where you are a girl gets abducted. Hello, my name is Wadia. <laughs> she all of a sudden she is experiencing everything of being pregnant, and a lot. Of, you know, you talk to any girl that's been pregnant. Or accidentally pregnant, you don't know you are until a doctor tells you you are. You're like, oh, I feel sick. Oh, something's wrong. Something's weird. I'm super hungry all the time. There are a lot of girls that have gotten went in to the doctors. They the doctors have said yes, you're pregnant. Ten to eleven weeks later, before you start to show, they're not pregnant anymore. Oh, meaning and 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 miscarriage. Most That's sad. Most people attribute that to. Most doctors say, "Oh, you had a miscarriage, or the, your body absorbed it, or whatever." Um, they okay, give they give just, somebody an excuse. Let me just say yeah. this: hmm. when you have a miscarriage, you know it. There's stuff you know it that has to get. But a doctor will come in and say, "Oh, you. you must have had a miscarriage without you knowing." Yeah, but or then one you of those would like go, hysterical pregnancies. Yeah, yeah. But or then you, you would go re- through the procedure of like having stuff taken out of you. But that's just it. They take it out of you. So basically, this. No, the doctor would need to. No, 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 no. no. You're no, talking no. about the alien. That's not true. Sometimes You're talking you just about pee the in alien. a cup. Sometimes you just pee in a cup, and your hormone levels are different. And that's when they're like, oh, these hormone levels are different. They match up with the hormone levels of someone who's pregnant. You must be pregnant. Yeah. And so there's a realm in there of like, they could come back later and say, oh, maybe we were wrong the first time. Okay. Yeah. And, like, sometimes there is a, such a thing as hysterical pregnancy where women th- really do think that they're pregnant to the point where they have a swollen belly. But at that point, when you should see a fetus, there's nothing inside. It's like a psychosomatic. Uh, yeah, 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 but your body would give all every single sign that you're pregnant. And you're saying that these are... I'm not saying every hysterical uh, pregnancy okay, is like that. Okay, but it could explain but, some of these. But I'm, I'm saying that's a good excuse for someone. Let's say this. Let's say this is all real, and somebody was pregnant, and ten weeks later they're, they got taken out of them. There are many excuses built into our science to attribute for them actually never being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that Jesus is an alien? I mean, if you go through the Bible and change every angel encounter into an alien encounter and the Ark of the Covenant into a nuclear reactor, I think that you would be surprised to discover. You know that there was a there, there was a college that tried to recreate the Ark of, Co- of the Covenant because the, the description of how to build one is in the Bible. And also and it was the description so... of what happened to people when they got near it or touched it is the exact same. Radiation poisoning. As radiation poisoning. You guys, man. 
shit. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I thought I was yeah, ripping sorry. some joke. Go back, go back, uh, yeah. go back. <laughs> okay, so let me get into this book. Basically, what this book is saying is that if you're abducted, like I said, your whole life, mm-hmm. your bloodline, everything, yeah. eventually you get taken aboard a ship and you are teaching hybrids how to be human. Well, how come I only drove a car? Well, because there's there's no, 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 that, this, this on is Earth. a future end. This is a future end of it. So you you could go up onto the ship and teach hybrids how to be human, mm-hmm. and the hybrids are getting progressively more like humans. And he he says a hybrid is someone that looks one hundred percent human, knows a, knows enough how to be a human to exist a little bit on Earth, but they still need help. That's when they call you out to teach them how to drive, how to, like, shop at Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, so here's, here's the other end of it. If you've been abducted, there is now somebody watching you to make sure that you don't talk about your abduction experiences and... Wagging my finger. <laughs> and that if there, there are hybrids coming down trying to figure out what being human is and you're supposed to help them so you might have a friend that is that is a hybrid and it's like hey we went to a baseball game like she was saying before i don't know anything about this guy but i'm like but i've known him most of my life and i'm teaching him how to be human and there's somebody overseeing us to make sure that everything's okay meaning everybody who talks in this book they might have their lives in danger if it's if the beans are spilled to them mm-hmm. that they're spilling the beans about them. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is the weirdest thing I've but never. What? I've never read or heard of anything like this before. This is the craziest part. Is it like the reason why you don't hear? Listen, I've heard a lot of abduction stories, but there is su- there is a presence there making sure that they're not spreading their abduction stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are just spilling through the cracks, and there's not that many. So I wake up. It's five in the morning. I'm making Nancy uh, breakfast because mm-hmm. she's got a she's got a call time at seven, and uh, she comes down and I give her her breakfast and she's like, ah, "I can't believe I have to do this movie today. It sucks." And I'm like, "Well, it's better than being a failed writer, Nancy." And like, we don't have the <laughs> best relationship. <laughs> Anyways, you love her, but you never connected fully. <laughs> we get. <laughs> <laughs> we get to, we get, why don't you ever pitch me as like a writer on one of the <laughs> stupid fucking shows that you're doing all the time? Poor Nancy. Ugh. So anyways, I, uh, the conversation devolves to a point where it's tense and I say, uh, I had this weird dream last night um, where I was just like driving this guy around and I felt like he was my best friend, but I don't really remember him. And she's like, thanks for telling me your boring ass dream. Now I have to go. Like, what do the aliens say about that? But see, she doesn't believe that she doesn't believe. Okay, well then what if she was like, I'm a ufologist and you've been abducted. Well, that's not something that's happened. So we we don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So So I already broke their system. Can I I tell some stories from the book? Some of my favorites? Yeah. I have this thing marked up. Go well, on. make them quick okay. because we got to get to the grand scheme of this. No, but there, that's just it. There isn't really one. We, no, 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 there no. is. It's but your there's, guys' There's an idea okay. of what okay. is anyway, happening. Here's, here's some stories. Okay. There is a chair story where a person has to teach. An abductee is on the ship with a handler and one, one hubris. I don't want to interrupt, but can I just ask, like, when you're on the ship, mm-hmm. do they make it seem like Earth, or does it 
it look just, like? It sounds like from all of the abduction accounts, it just seems like a sterile room. So just like any kind of like white, like sci-fi room that we've seen. I don't seen. even know if it's white. I, I haven't but read yeah, that. Yeah, sure, sure. Sure. For the sake of moving on, sure. Okay. Um. So he's sitting in a chair and the... The Hubert is standing next to us, like an exact same chair, and he cannot figure out how to sit in a chair. Like every time he tries to sit, he's like sitting too straight, or he's like at a weird angle, or he can't like figure out exactly how to like sit in a chair. And the handler is like getting frustrated, being like, just sit like the human, sit, sit in the chair like the human. Yeah. Because the, the person's, like, trying to teach them how to sit in a chair. There's another instance where uh, there's, like, a woman who's an abductee, and she's trying to explain what an orange is, but she doesn't physically have an orange. Like, have you ever tried to describe an orange to someone who's never, How like, to eat one. How to eat one. Without having one. Without but then they would, one. But then they would get mental flashes of an orange in front of them. But they still couldn't connect to explaining to them how it works because it's like, well, I see it, but like, there's a lot of weird mental telepathy things mm-hmm. going on here. This is this is the most shocking thing to me about this book is basically what it's saying is that like, okay, these the 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 hybrids that they have now look so human that they could fit in the reason why they don't fit in is because they don't know what emotions are they can't they don't teach them about um 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 they don't Social norms. they don't know what sickness is they don't know about government they're just trying to learn from these abductees how to how to look human yeah like um how to fit in not to be human but how to look like you're human Wait, real quick real quick they don't have an immune system? Like, they don't get sick at all? Well, they, they do don't, because they... They don't know what sick is, though. Yeah, they don't know what sickness is, but they have a human body. But they have the the alien medical technology and uh, that has combined with our human DNA, probably, to never have them be sick. They have the ability to make them they, never they, get There's references sick. Of, of some of them being like, well... It's weird, like, they didn't understand what helping somebody who was sick was. It's like, well, why is somebody sick? I could just fix myself. Yeah. There, and there's there's another, my favorite story in the book is um, a guy trying to teach a room full of hubrids how to dance, but they don't have music. And then he thinks to himself, oh, they don't have music. I can't teach them how to dance. And then a handler is like, what is music? Like what? How do we get music? Do we need music to dance? Because as humans, music is is a part of us. It's like in our genetic code. It's in our bodies. See, but that's where that's where I call bullshit on all of this. Because like, if they've been around since the fifties, fifties was the the birth of rock no, and roll. They have like, no emotion. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Because I question hear, that too, like, Wade. I question that too. But when you okay, let's say you're a, an alien and you're abducting somebody, and there's music playing in the background. You don't even you don't even know what that is. You don't know that it's music. You don't know that they're, that they're listening to it. I wonder. Yeah, but you hear it. But they might not because okay, picture this. They're different than us. Well, then they're when, easily when, defeated. When people get abducted, they can just send messages through music. When people get abducted, they basically turn invisible and can go through walls. These people are idiots. We can easily defeat them. If they don't know what music is. 
but they have the ability to shut Don't everybody. Sigh at me. They, they have no, the ability to shut everybody's mental processes down. There have been stories. I mean, not in this book. But I've heard stories There's of stories giant book. groups of I just people being abducted at once. Your ends don't tie together. If they can, if they can like easily manipulate your mind, then I just have to go back to the was it Truman who made the deal with them? Eisenhower. Eisenhower. They wouldn't have had to make a deal. They would have just said like, "Hey, but we're they're normal." Trying to play our, they're they're the trying deal. to play our game. They're trying to play the the game that we're setting up. They don't want to startle us yet. They don't want to spook the herd. So th- this is the scariest thing to me is that like within the ab- people being abducted, there's actually a process to make sure they don't talk about it. That's weird. Another thing that's weird to me is, okay, they don't, they're not trying to figure out how to be human. They're trying to figure out how to look human. How and to and blend according it. to this book, this these people that have been abducted, are hanging out with these hubrids that are living on Earth right now. So according to this book, and I say according to this book, according to a lot of people that have been abducted, mm-hmm. there are there are research. hybrid humans living on the Earth now trying to fit in. There was like an instance of a, a man going to a hubrid apartment and then being like, does this look like a normal apartment to you? And the dining room set was set up in the bedroom... And there was like, like a couch on the the counter or something. Like so, it was real so weird. They picture, didn't know how to put it together. Picture because... a robot trying to be human. They're idiots. But picture a robot trying to be human, and instead of like, a robot isn't going to identify emotions. Like, is this right? And so whenever uh, whenever somebody comes in and they're supposed to be training, they get overwhelmed with questions. But the questions are so adolescent because they don't understand. It's like, why Why would a human want to be alone? Why do you go on vacation? And then, like, every question from there, and they're just answering them, you know, like, just way too many questions. This is what all the abductees It encounter. also says in the book that the hubrids are bred, supposedly, to only be attracted to humans, to want to procreate with humans. Can I play the, can I play the excerpt from the interview? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, while you set it up, let me just say this. One of the scariest stories I read in this book was there are certain abductees that are then gaining the powers that the aliens have, which mm-hmm. is to be able to shut somebody's mind off, to be able to control them. There was this girl talking about how she had to look into somebody's eyes and her job was to control him to basically make him jump off of a cliff mm-hmm. willingly. And so she got into his head, and and she didn't know what she was doing. She was being helped, but um, she had to convince somebody who was who was in a room with her that they were actually on a cliff and to make him jump off of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems like a strategic misstep in the aliens' uh, strategy because. W- why would they're con- you? They're why that controlling, was they're controlling. Us to control other just control humans. the other guy. No, because no, they're, but they're they using want us humans to take part in that in their why. That's well, well, just it. well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Then you break this is, free. This from is what the I matrix, and then you can like I make the hear, aliens. This is what leave. I picked up on it was that eventually there's going to be this time when these humans have these special abilities to help them 
control like everybody Manchurian while they while, yeah yeah while they while they mm. take over there is there's an instance in there where i forget if it's a hubert or an abductee that says it but that they are being trained during this time to do like basic traffic control for humans that are panicking like at some point, like that, like when when the invasion happens, there's going to be humans all over the world that are there to calm to calm humans and make them subtly do whatever to make the to make it work, to not be scared, mm-hmm. to not be to fall in line. What's the end game of these well, guys? They, they don't actually know because every time they try to ask them, they don't give them the answer. But there's but they say they don't get the, like the, an answer. The, Why the would they give unquote, us the answer? The quote unquote the change is going to happen very soon, uh-huh. and that they're going to be a part of. When it. When was this book published? Uh, like last year. Okay, that's convenient. can I hear? Can I hear part of this? Can I? Yeah, play you, you? It's you, like less are you than queued two up? minutes. I'm all queued up. You didn't say that you were queued up. Sorry, I've been queued up kidding. since I got here. <laughs> Um, this is part of an interview from um, Mysterious Universe, which I think is a great podcast. If you are a listener of Wade and Willie, please listen to Mysterious Universe. Oh. Um, that's like, uh, the, that's like a, I'm sorry. What are they on? Who are uh, these people? Mis- they're, they're like competitors. They're Australians that have been doing this for years. Oh, as long as they're Australians. We've been doing this for years. They've been doing this for a de- almost a decade. over, uh, Maybe over a decade. This is their entire job. What did they call it when they started? Mysterious Universe. They called it. Uh, no, it's not a podcast. What they call it? No, it was a podcast. They didn't call it a podcast ten years ago. <laughs> sure, they did. I was in high school when podcasts started, and that was ten year. I just had my ten year reunion. Showing your age, Willie. Just checking. Boom. All right. <laughs> so this is an interview that they did with David Jacobs when he came out with this book, and they read it, and they were talking about it, and they were they got to a point where they're talking about his feelings about it like how he feels about these aliens and and do does he think that they're uh malevolent or nefarious yeah so so it's less than two minutes i'm just gonna play really quick he's real scared we do know that um uh, now when i say we that's the royal we you have to understand oh my god Uh, but uh, uh, the way Fuck I've seen guy. it is, uh, I, I I do think that this is a matter of of what I call uh, planetary acquisition, and that eventually they will either supplant humans or simply take over humans, or have humans run down the streets uh, in huge amounts, huge numbers towards a waiting UFO, uh, which uh, I have a, an account of, and I have uh, many accounts of people who have been told that when the change comes, they're their job will be um, to uh, traffic control for for panicked humans. What? So, like the Nazis rounding up people on the night of whatever it was. I mean, Kangaroo. that's what it sounds like. It sounds <laughs> that they're it, gonna... it does. It has that ring to it, and I, I just don't like any. I don't like any part of this phenomenon. Uh, everything I, I look at uh, depresses me, to tell you the truth. I, I I never thought that it would come to this. When I first started doing research, I I was thrilled to death. I, I kept thinking that this is this is uh, a contact with with uh, beings who are here to help us and heal us and heal the planet or whatever they were here for was going to be good and all that. But uh, the more I looked into it, the more I realized this does not sound good to me. This, I, 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 and it, 
the more evidence that came about, then the, the more frightened I became of it. And now, now I, I really, I'm really frightened. I'm fearful of it. I, I hate it. I, I don't like working with it anymore. I, I think I've done my bit, and that's it. And now I want to enjoy the rest of my life before it's too late. You wow. know? Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, um, uh, well, let me just say yeah. this. Uh, I think we just stole somebody's intellectual property, and I'm not I'm sure. I'm really sorry. I'm I just, not sure it's legally. such a good interview. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interview. Well, it's not as a... long as we credit them, it's fine, right? Yeah, I just did it. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter. Not enough people listen to our show for it to matter. Um, what were you going to say? Uh, I, w- I, w- I was just going to say that um, the stories in this book... I was also that, episode uh, season fourteen, episode twelve, just to credit God, them dude, properly. Stop, I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. I just want to credit them properly. You don't so get, don't get any in plugs at the end of this episode. <laughs> I don't have any. It's fine. Go um, ahead, sorry. Some of the points he makes at the end of the book, because he doesn't draw conclusions, he asks questions. Mm-hmm. One of the questions is this: um, If this is all real and that they are abducting people, um. And that they have all of these rooms set up and everything set up for everything. Um, he questions if this is the first time that they've abducted people on a planet. Uh, maybe there are other humanoids and they just adjusted all of their stuff to us. Because there aren't that many mistakes on the ship. There have been a lot of mistakes in you uh, people who claim to have been abducted, like somebody who, instead of being put back into her house, she's put back outside of her house, her clothes are on inside out, and she breaks her window to get in and alarms everyone, or people that have come back without clothes, or they're driving, and then the, the, all of a sudden they're hundreds of miles from where they were driving. There are mistakes in abduction stories. Uh-huh. And, and so, like, yes, uh, you may not have heard that many, but... There are few. Yeah, but all right. Here's the thing. I when I drink and then I go to sleep. Sometimes I'm drunk enough where if I have to go to the bathroom, I don't wake up to go to the bathroom. And so, in numerous occasions, I found myself in vulnerable situations where I've gone out a wrong door and uh, kind of like woken up in a in a wrong place. But these people aren't drunk. Yeah, but what if they were? I'm just saying, like, there's sleepwalking. There's, like, there's a lot of, like, really human things that we do that could attribute to, like, any one of those things. Like, waking up outside and having to break your window. I I do agree with you, but that doesn't mean that this isn't real. Uh, Listen, my job is to bring up alternate, you know, answers, and that's what I'm doing. But those are things that he addresses in the beginning, and he's like, I have made sure that these are not the things that are attributing to these uh, accounts that people are telling me. He's also charging $20 for a book that that he now wants nothing to do with. If you put that information out for free, people would call you Here's the only thing I heard in that interview that you just played, which is, I'm not doing this anymore. Because I got my fucking cash cow, baby. Now I can fucking just buy a but, yacht, but he sail has, around. He has other books, if and you, he's changed no, his listen, viewpoint through his... If you really believe this shit, you wouldn't say, I'm done. 
I'm done. I'm just going to go would. enjoy my life. No, no I would you because... Would no, you no, would no. not. No, no, no. Because listen, you cannot do anything. According to this book, it is already happening. Yeah, They've not if you give up halfway through. There is no way... You do way, a bunch of research, there is you find no out all way, this shit, and then you're like, ah, give up. The wait, Russians win. Wait, there is no way to tell. Much like the Russians, I mean, there is a way to tell, but people still don't believe it. Uh, I don't believe this guy at all. There is a way... Like, there is no way to tell that these are aliens. There's no way to tell. Yeah. They're 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 becoming human. They're integrating our society. To to what end? You could probably tell because they can't sit in a fucking chair. Well, now they can they don't because know how to someone drive a taught car. them how. Yeah. One I don't person know. needs to learn, and then the rest of them but, learn. But, but, that's but the part. Here's the thing. Here's of... the thing. What when it comes to the learning, what 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 he f- kind of figured out or presupposed or whatever was that like? There's basically waves or groups. There are groups of people that all learn together. Yes, uh, the, the the children, the human hybrid children, didn't need to learn facts, quote unquote, because it's like when it comes to telepathic a telepathic race, information is just shared between all of them. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah but, exactly. But, but when you're trying to learn how to be just, human, uh, they would keep them separated in groups and they would try to teach them... Being human is to have experience. I and understand. I feel like the, 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 the purest hybrids that are on Earth aren't as telepathically connected to the to the hive. I understand your want to believe this stuff. And I like, don't want to believe it. I really don't. Let me finish. To, to, to sort of go like, hey, this is happening. Like, I, I want to get this out there. I want to get this... The entire impetus of this podcast was for you to say like i want to tell people about this stuff i want i want to tell you wait about no, no, this stuff. No, i just want let to me talk finish. about it no 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 but you're you're no wait let him finish let him finish so for you guys to bring this up and say like oh we're doomed like this is it and we're doomed like once they want to do this shit it's we're it's it's over seems to me like i don't know it's like i can't maybe you guys are Whom, whom by whom bods? What are they called? Heimbroids? Hubrids? Hubrids? Because it's like you're just telling everyone to give up. You're just saying there's no prepare. Prepare for what? No, no. Even the fucking guy with the information is like, I'm out. Prepare for anything. Prepare for getting your mind controlled. My whole thing is this. I've always, I've never wanted to. No, let's listen. You've got. You've got ten minutes, so don't get out, don't get into a big thing. Okay, like, okay, I'll, I'll do it quick. My thing is, I just wanted to talk about this stuff because it interests me. Well, okay. it interests me. Hold on, hold on. Right. So, so never have I felt like there was information that I need to get out there to save people. Okay, well then, then I, then I, then I misspoke. Like that wasn't the point. Okay, of okay, what okay. I was I, okay, that's fine, that's fine. And I, and I get what you're saying still, but my, but my, because here's here's where I'm torn. This is where I'm torn in my life. Is that like these are things that scare me? I'm terrified. I now now I I I've, I'm at a point in my life where I don't feel like fear is something that I need in my life, and I'm trying to take fear away. And the way to take fear away is to educate myself enough to not be afraid of the situation. Right? Okay. Well, my thing is, if you are abducted by any kind of entity. There is, they will wipe your memory of it. It is very rare occurrences that people clearly remember that they've been abducted. Yes, yes, memories are wiped. But let me, let me just finish this quick thing. Is it like, so 
how I'm trying to live my life is to get as much information as I can in that's real. And when I look at the information of the United States and secret military and conspiracy theories, it blows me away how it none of these things, none of these things I want to believe in. I wish that JFK was not assassinated by our government. I wish that he wasn't. But there are too many things that point to the fact that this is no, this is this. He really was, and this is being hidden from people. And take for and and the UFO phenomenon has more facts than if you just look at the disclosure project. I'm like, listen, there are aliens. There are different races of aliens here on Earth. Mm-hmm. There are different a- races of aliens visiting us, living mm-hmm. here, and our our. I, I hate to say our government because who fucking cares if it's our government? The secret military, the secret everything that there's we're paying very, money to. There's a it, very, very base wrongness with your argument, and that's that you started by saying, I don't want to be scared. I don't have I don't have room to be scared. Everything that you're looking into is only making you scared. Like I feel like you're seeking out. These these are these are truths. The I hate the word I hate the word truther. When you look at the disclosure project, this guy has gotten no. But now you're just now you're just rambling. Now you're just being crazy. No 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 no. You are though. You are. You're talking about JFK. You're talking about. I'm saying like get to a thesis. My my thesis is there is there is something. My thesis is this: we're we're fucking paying money to people that are ruling us, that are taking charge of us, and we don't need them. We don't even need them to be human. We don't need them to survive. And I'm not talking about fucking uh, Donald Trump. I'm talking about the people that fucking run the banks. Banks are bigger than our president ever was. Banks do more, right? And and we are are just. You're talking about communism? (laughs) I'm not making fun of you, dude. No, I I know. I'm just frustrated because... (laughs) Don't be frustrated. No, no, but the reason why I'm frustrated is because being an American basically wants you to not think about existence. If you think about existence... Being an American is all about me, 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 me. But existence should be about us, about humanity. But being an American, it's like... Only focus on yourself. Only focus on. Make sure you're a part of the machine. Make sure you you spend your money Mm -hmm. right, and that you fall in line. I agree with that. I agree with all of that. And so I'm like, I feel like existence is so far from the rules that we have. And I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't also suggest anarchy and want that. I want anarchy. I want no government. But I'm just like every everything that I'm learning in my life. Uh, makes me say it doesn't make me believe in these what ifs Hang it on, makes though. me question them enough to be like well if I'm if trying to find the what existence is and then I also am like m- kind of believing that we're being taken over like but isn't wouldn't that be great because I then at least think it couldn't we great. take our hands off the wheel and be like well fuck we hit we did we tried this now is, the aliens got us we is, lost I just don't understand because you, that's your thing at the end of every episode. Like, oh, we gotta like love one another and like stop buying shit. But but it but how do, that doesn't really tie into your your belief 
correct me if I'm wrong, that there are aliens who have mind control and they're about to take over. Uh, the what what I what I what I say in my head is this: is that like what love is? Love is the opposite of fear, and the way to really love is to just honestly be true to every moment, to where you're open to experiencing what's in front of you, and and to to lose fear is to lose the what ifs and thinking about the future. It's to be timeless and to to. To me, love is dropping time and committing to everything in front of you and trying to make a better you, better future, better everything. Sure. Not by, but you have but to is listen. Love, is love going to defeat these aliens? No. Nothing will defeat these aliens. The only so thing to fear. do is to give in and to be the sub race. So it's either fear or submission. Submission is the key. That's the point of this episode. And then what does submission get us? Submission will get you, if you submit early, higher ranks in whatever this is, society this is they like, build. Th- this that's is Aaron like, talking. My answer this is... This is Nazi Germany. It's not Nazi Germany because the aliens are not Nazis. We Like Trump, we don't know what they have in plan for us. Oof. Like, no, they I'm, didn't know what Hitler had in plan for him. It's like no, no, no. I, I think submission. I, agree. I think submission is the last thing. Let's but say if, that if this, you get this an thing. early, if you get an early, and you get a high rank, <laughs> and and then you suddenly realize, scheme. and you suddenly realize that they are scheme. evil, you become an asset to the you rebel can, alliance. You can flip. You can you be can a double flip agent and become All a double right. agent. Should you die? But they're who mind cares? controlling you because you're still yeah. But some people aren't don't aren't that good at being mind controlled to where it's like oh you're a problem. We, you're your problem. Get out of here. All right. Let's. Be- uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> this has been, I don't know, entertaining. But at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, if you believe in any of this, fucking jump off suicide bridge, right? Because like, what is the fucking point? No, I've been Wade Randolph. No. <laughs> this was real life sci-fi. <laughs> No, like yeah. honestly, I'm not like, gonna. I'm not gonna accuse. The thing is, this fear also makes you start to accuse people of being hybrids when you learn that they're real. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to. You just have to be the best you and hope that that works. Yeah, and that, that gonna, works out. It's not gonna. Not according to these rules that you've set up. Aaron? Uh, thanks for being here, Aaron. No problem. Did we? Did we hit everything? Did we? Did we do it right this time? I mean, we did a decent job. There's I think, a lot. I, I we said a lot of things. I, I was thrilled. People... <laughs> I was thrilled the whole time. I liked hearing it. I, Were you I... thrilled? You looked so like. Ugh. Listen, I, I was more concrete than a lot of our episodes. Yeah, because the last episode I was on was very like, "What's your idea of this?" Where this is like, there is stuff out there, but you have to kind of have faith that it's real. To me, this is just like listening to a story or or. Uh... That's why we love you, Wade. Yeah. I... It's it's a lot of fun to, to hear, and hopefully the people who believe in it aren't too uh, upset at at your guys' faults uh, of 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 saying the correct things. Uh, we don't try to do that here. Are you so. gonna read something really quick? No, I'm just pulling my bookmarks out. Okay, I mean, I'm do sorry. your plugs. We I was got gonna read a bunch of my stuff, but we're plugs, done. Plugs. We have to be done. Make a supplement. My- All right, I have a plug. Uh, if you live in LA. Uh, spoiler alert is my show that I do with a couple friends of mine. We we make movies before they come out. It's a live show. Uh, it's the first Friday of every month if you're in L.A. at the Pack Theater. 
And then Teenage Trouble, my sketch group, is also coming back uh, in the new year. Uh, and I believe that's the Also with, with Blue Apron reviews. Oh, you just said you said Blue Apron. I promised to never say Blue Apron. I don't care. I until love they sponsored me. I love them. I don't care. I don't YouTube.com slash Wade Ranov. You can watch my food reviews that are too long. They're seven minutes too long. I watch them. They're great. What do you got to plug, Aaron? Um, uh, I don't know. I've I might be doing a podcast of my own, making it myself, called The Weather Report, where we talk about weather. Whether or not it's a good podcast. Yeah. No, there's a lot to talk about weather. Green fog, rain phenomena around the... <laughs> oh, it just wow. sounds like conspiracies. What are you doing? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. There's, there's still a lot to talk about weather. I love um, lightning and stuff. I'm doing a show January 26th, and hopefully it'll end up being a once-a-month show. It's called Future Solvers. Me and Nicole Bagby, we're, taking, we're creating a sketch show mm-hmm. where Jeff Rocks, an alien, gets to oversee... Um, our sketch show and because he has insight into the future that we may affect. Mm. Um, I Willie Bad Movies on Instagram, Robotic oh. Willie on Twitter. Also, the Rose Parade at my work. I'm working on the parade floats. So oh, please, really? January 1st, What's watch the Rose it. Parade? You mean the Rose Bowl Parade? That's the Rose Parade. Well, fuck. Not everyone knows that. You're talking to... Hundreds of the people. The Pasadena Rose Parade on January 1st, New Year's Day. See giant, stupid foam floats covered in flowers. I get to supervise kids putting flowers on floats. Uh, listen, man, I don't <laughs> want you to feel bad about this episode. I think you did a oh, great no, job. No, I, I think I we don't. I, if I feel bad, it's because I'm trying to figure out if, if, if I need to be communicating more and dropping myself out of it and trying to get more information no, out. No, no, no. Never, never. That's not the answer. Information is not the answer. It's 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 more about like you and what you... Uh, information is the answer. It's always the answer. No, no, no. Power. Not for this show. All right. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. This is Real Life Sci-Fi. Um, get your life together. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a rich... I don't know what you want from me. And uh, my, and my a... girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I help people. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My. Uh, my... <laughs> <laughs> 